Welcome back, listeners. You've caught me just as I was tidying up my bookshelves, getting ready to sit back and relax with a good story and a cup of tea. If you're in the mood for stories, then you're definitely subscribed to the right podcast, because have I got a story for you. My name is Rita, and before we begin, just a quick reminder for all you story fans and book lovers out there. Our Have I Got a Story for You podcast is produced by the good folks at PJ Library. Every month, PJ Library and its partner program, PJ Hourway, send thousands of books for free to kids around the world. Yes, totally true. If you have a friend, sibling, or cool older cousin who hasn't signed up yet, remind them to check out pjlibrary.org with a grown-up to sign right up. Now, mmm, I love mint tea. Let's get cozy. Today, I'm going to read you a story from our friends at Sifriyat Pijama, that's PJ Library's sister program in Israel. Tali Under the Table is written by Tamar Weiss Gabai and translated to English by Shira Atik. This tale was inspired by the Rabbi Nachman of Bratslav's famous folktale, The Prince Who Went Crazy. Or, as some folks remember it, the Rooster Prince. Let's get started. Tali Under the Table, written by Tamar Weiss Gabai and translated to English by Shira Atik. The book was illustrated by Zoya Cherkaski. Tali's face was angry when she walked into her grandparents' house. Abba, Ima, and Tali's brother David said hello to Saba and Safta and hugged them warmly. Saba and Safta are Hebrew for grandfather and grandmother. Hello, how are you? Oh, it's so good, good to see you. Goodness, look at you. But Tali stayed near the door, zipped into her jacket. She didn't say hello, and she didn't hug anyone. Safta went up to her. What's wrong, Tali? Come, take off your jacket, sweetie. But Tali just shrugged her shoulders. She didn't answer, she didn't move, and she wouldn't let Safta take her jacket. She's just upset about what happened on the way over, said Abba. We were telling her to hurry up. She wanted to step in every single puddle, and we wouldn't let her. Tali turned around so she was facing the wall. Safta looked at her, but all she could see was Tali's jacket. That's enough, honey. Try not to be as prickly as a porcupine. (laughs) Safta tried to hug Tali and to make her laugh, but this only made Tali even more angry. She shook off her grandmother's arms and stomped her feet. (laughs) The cousins came in, noisy and laughing. They all hugged each other happily. Well, except Tali. What happened to Tali? She's a porcupine, I guess. (laughs) Tali spun around. Right! I am a porcupine, so what? Tally ran into the dining room, where the giant table was all set for lunch. She crawled under the table and curled up like a ball. Safta shrugged her shoulders and invited everyone to the table. Lunchtime, everyone! Suddenly, Tally was surrounded by legs. Swinging legs, resting legs, happy legs. Tally, come sit on my lap. I'm not Tally, I'm porcupine! The smells of the delicious food wafted over to Tali's nose. Tali, come eat, pleaded Ima. I'm Porky Pie! 
fine. Tali burrowed even further under the table. How do you get a squirrel to like Aren't you? Aren't you glad I didn't say cool? Act like a nut. <laughs> Tali's Saba tried to help. Tali, come out and I'll tell you something wonderful. My name's Porcupina. After a while, everybody stopped paying attention to Tali. It was as if they had forgotten that she was under the table. As if they'd forgotten that Tali was a porcupine. As if they'd given up on her. Tali nibbled at some hollow crumbs that had fallen to the floor. Porcupines were allowed to nibble on crumbs. That didn't mean they weren't porcupines. Her legs hurt from being folded up for so long. Suddenly, Tali heard a rustle. Shira crawled under the table and nestled next to Tali. Tali was surprised, but she didn't say anything to Shira. If she wants her to sit there, then she can. Whatever, fine. But after a little while, she couldn't stop herself. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? I'm a porcupine. Well, so am I. You know, sometimes when we see someone upset, the best thing to do is to try and understand how the other person feels. There's a proverb from wise King Solomon, a great Jewish leader, that goes, As water reflects the face, so too does the heart reflect the person. King Solomon compares the relationship between people to the act of gazing into the water. When a person looks at the water, they see their own reflection. The environment reflects the person's emotions. Similarly, if we are kind to a friend, the friend will be kind to us. If we treat someone with scorn, they will treat us the same way. When we listen to a friend, when we demonstrate empathy and love, we can, how they say, take the quills off that person, just as Shira is doing for Tally. Let's jump back into the story and see how they're doing under the table. Shira and Tally sat there together, all folded up. Suddenly, Shira said, Tell me, do you think porcupines always have to roll themselves up and stick out their quills? It seems to me that real porcupines could let their quills rest every now and then. And she took off her jacket and put it on the floor. Tally hesitated. You'll still be a porcupine. Tally slowly took off her jacket. She put it right next to her. They sat together, being full-fledged porcupines. They heard Safta's voice from above the table. Who wants dessert? I Uh, do! Dessert's ready! Tally knew what Safta was serving for dessert. Warm apple cake with vanilla ice cream. Thick! I think porcupines eat dessert sometimes. And they're still real porcupines. Yum! Um, you'll still be a porcupine. Shira gestured to Safta from under the table. Safta handed dishes of pie to the two girls and they ate together. And they were still porcupines. Mmm, yum! Meanwhile, the adults had moved into the living room. Saba and Safta were taking a little rest and all the cousins had gone to play. But Tali and Shira continued to sit under the table. They sat and they sat. They listened to their cousins monkeying around and laughing. After a while, Shira whispered, You know, Tali, I once saw a bunch of porcupines playing and having fun, and they were still porcupines. Tali hesitated. Shira took her hand, and the two of them went to play, and they were still porcupines. Once they started playing with their cousins, they were having so much fun that they didn't realize how much noise they were making. Until Safta appeared at the door wearing her bathrobe. 
You were making so much noise, children, that I couldn't sleep a wink. Safta sat down in her armchair and fixed her angry eyes at the wall. Tali hesitated. Then she walked up to her. Safta? What, Tali? You look like an angry leopard. I really am an angry leopard. It's very annoying when people wake you up for your nap. Exactly. So let's be angry leopards together. Tali sat down on the footrest next to Safta and huffed with mock rage. They sat and glared at the wall and were leopards for a long time. Safta, leopards can hug each other and still be leopards, right? Ah, I think so, Tali. Let's try it and see what happens. And they hugged. And they were still leopards. <sighs> and that, everyone, is the wonderful book, Tally Under the Table. Have you ever felt like a prickly porcupine? How about a grumpy snow leopard? An ornery ocelot? Who helped you feel like yourself again? We'd love to hear your stories, too. You can email or leave us a voicemail by visiting gotastorypodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I really enjoyed sharing a new story with you today. Telling you stories always makes me feel cozy as a koala. I'm Rita, and I'll see you next time on our PJ podcast, Have I Got a Story for You. (laughs) 